0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Unraveling Technology Podcast. Uh, it's World Cup Day. Spirits are high here in the podcast chamber. I've got David Johnson. I've got Dom Harris. Hello. Hey, sweepstakes guys. Who've we got?
1: I got Belgium. Okay, right. That I've been told good. that that's a, a decent, a decent pull, but... Uh, Pretty good. Yeah. David? I got Colombia.
0: I didn't actually check to see what you got, but you know what I got because you yeah, picked one for me. You were not here,
2: so I pulled yours out the hat for you. You did very well. <laughs> what did you get? Uh, Sweden. Right. See, Which I think it's good. Yeah, I thought it was good. And then we, none of us here, I'm, I'm assuming Dom, none of us here actually no. really follow or care about football. <laughs> so I then aired my like, oh, I've got Colombia. I don't think they're any good. And apparently Sweden also not that great oh really yeah
1: I am told that Belgium are a decent a decent pool, but oh really uh, okay, yeah cool we, we shall see
2: yeah I guess we will according to the betting odds Germany are at the top of everything but they won last time I think
1: oh, okay I want to say I have no idea. So they should let <laughs> someone else do. Yeah, it surely
0: that means their odds go down.
2: Yeah, because
0: you know how are you going to win twice?
2: Because they poured all their effort in last time, and yeah. so they'll be tired out this
0: time. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not going to speculate further because I don't. I seriously don't have a clue. And <laughs> the only person who would maybe have a clue, Adam, is not with us today. So we'll I'm sure Adam on. would have a lot of a clue. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. A lot more than us. Well, if
0: it's Leeds centric, Adam knows everything. Mm. So he must have at least a surface level uh, understanding of everything else. Um, we had a social Monday night, Virtual uh, and social, me and David. We went, uh, mm. yeah, did a bit of falconry. And the rest of Virtual not and, and just yeah. the two <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the rest, a uh, bit of falconry. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was good.
1: It was cool. We cool. yeah. went
0: up, found a little uh, little spot somewhere and had a guy rocked up with a van full of uh, birds of prey, <laughs> <laughs> kind of stuck them under a tent on these little stools, and then we, we each got a turn wearing, wearing the big
2: glove and having various birds fly at us. Yeah. A couple wow. of different types of gloves as well. There was, there's some <laughs> standard gloves, and then there was the glove that you wore if you wanted to hold the eagle.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which was uh, which I, neither me nor David were quite uh, quite as enthused as some of the other people. In the I case was to try. I'd have gone for it.
2: I was tempted, and I would have asked. Except, um, so the bird in question, he he told us after I think somebody had already volunteered to like <laughs> yeah. hold it. It's the first time it had been out to any kind of event. Right. It was okay. a, it was quite new. It was still kind of in the process of being trained, and he mm. seemed a little bit kind of wary about whether it was going to play nice or whether it was going to cause problems. Right. So okay. I yeah. didn't really want to ask him <laughs> if I could hold the eagle when, it kept when he of, seemed uh, quite sort of eager to put it back on its perch. Yeah, right. it kept kind of going for him as well, a lot of yeah. like chopping it,
0: chomping its teeth at it him. Yeah. good. There were some kestrels, eagles, owls, a, yeah. a lot of my favourite. Yeah, hawk. Yeah, yeah. Um if I was to look at them now, I wouldn't be able to tell them <laughs> apart. So, it was good fun. It was yeah. great because we went through each one and the whole time it was like, here's here's an eagle, here's a falcon, here's a hawk. And there was just this big fat owl sat there. <laughs>
2: it's just at the back. Yeah, and I was yeah. just thinking,
0: when are we going to get to the owl? And then he yeah. kind of finished off and said, well, well, that's it. Uh if anyone wants to, you know, come hold any of the birds, then let me know. We can do a couple of minutes of you holding the birds yeah. straight in there. Like, give me that fat owl. <laughs> <laughs> Turned out it was a fat owl, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. It was overweight. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And it really put weight. Uh, yeah, I thought it might be like, uh, you, know, you know, cats where they're yeah. fluffy and then you throw a bucket of water on them. Not yeah. me. <laughs> I was of it. You get them wet and they kind of shrink down to just these little little mangy looking yeah. rat things. But no, it was... a.
2: It's a fat owl. He said an intern had fed it an entire rabbit and he wasn't very happy about that because his weight had gone. They've been trying to get its weight down over the past like month or two. And yeah. then somebody had just given this a whole rabbit and shot, piled the pounds back on. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Which apparently you've got to be careful. The margins are
0: very slight when you're dealing with, with birds and feeding them. Yeah. to get yeah. lethargic and unable to fly when they're... Something oh, yeah, about like, too heavy, you can't,
2: mm, can't get up. values of like quarter of an ounce, I think he was saying, with really like the Kestrel, the smallest one that he yeah. had there, mm-hmm. where he's like, so we, we fed it extra this morning, or we fed it extra the other day because she wasn't going out to any events, so she wouldn't get any treats and yeah. stuff for flying around. Um, so if we hadn't have given her extra, she'd probably be dead by now. Wow. Like, wow. That's yeah. mad. I mean, I
0: I get worried when I'm trying to water my plants. I don't, it does seem like a very high-stress job. Yeah. yeah. Amazingly high-stress job because those birds, I mean, what did he say? They were like thousands of pounds as well. Some yeah. of them it,
2: uh, some of them are crazy expensive. Um they're talking about a guy who'd stolen one. Um but it was would you GPS. you steal a bird? Because it's worth 200,000 well, yeah. pounds, <laughs> basically. But
1: how is mama-
2: Um, I don't know, but he managed to get it in the back of his van. Yeah. Um, but clearly didn't approach it close enough to remove the GPS tracker. Yeah. Mm. So, they found yeah, it. Wow. they tracked it down.
0: But, yeah, the oof, it's kind of like buying, like, a new car or something, but there's a chance every time you... You park it;
2: it'll just drive off of its (laughs) own accord, and you'll never see it again. If you put too much fuel in the car, it won't. It (laughs) will leave.
0: You got to give the car an incentive to be there when you get back.
1: Yeah, is this the future of self-driving cars? It
0: could be. Oh man, it's a nightmare future. I'm not. Got to be nice to
1: your car, otherwise it'll. uh...
0: End up leaving, finding a better family. (laughs) I saw a tweet somewhere uh, earlier today that was, it was an article from somewhere, and it's like, the way that people are treating this robot pizza delivery <laughs> robot thing is an indication of our contempt for robots. <laughs> people kicking this little this little robot car as it goes past and stuff. The response was something like, "Well, maybe it shouldn't steal our jobs and stuff." And I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah. wow,
2: That's where we going? <laughs> Barreling into Detroit, become human? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and what a good segue that is. Let's talk about E3. Um, it's." It was on this weekend, uh, June 12th to 14th, I think. It's the o- official dates for it uh, over in L.A. Second year, to my knowledge, that it's been open to the public. I think we had some dispute about this last year and we thought that that was the second year it had been open to the public, but I'm pretty sure I've done my research and this is the second year. So, take that.
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll take your word for it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah nobody checked. No one, no one checked and clarified. Uh, yeah, so it sounds like we've all watched quite a few of the conferences. Um, initial thoughts: Has it been a good year? A good
1: year for for games? There weren't a huge amount for me. I was impressed with Microsoft. Uh, mm-hmm. I was slightly disappointed with Sony, but I think Sony's was more of a power play. Uh, it was a we've got yeah we've <laughs> got all of the exclusives. What are you going to do about it? Basically, mm-hmm. um, sure. So the yeah. Uh, Obviously pretty much all of the Bethesda games I'll I'll want to play. Uh but
0: um any um two. Microsoft gonna be would that be your your winner then? Uh yeah, I think so. Go? Yeah.
1: Great. Yeah. Uh Halo and We of the Blind uh We and the Will of the Wisps uh are just yeah. I was watching
0: that reveal trailer thinking,
1: oh yeah, Dom's gonna be loving this. Absolutely <laughs> so much. I think
0: Matt Upstairs is quite a big yeah. Uh, Big uh, Ori fan as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah for, for anyone that doesn't know, just brief overview of what E3 actually is. So it's a um, Electronic Entertainment Expo. Yeah. Is yeah. it, and that's what the the three E's in E3 stand for. It's kind of where the industry, the games industry, comes together for a weekend to show off their 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 latest and greatest. Um, it's kind of in this transitional phase, I think, where it's kind of typically. It was more of a, uh, was it a sh- more of a shareholder facing or it was trying to appeal to shareholders, whereas it's become more of a bigger It's kind of gone public. through,
2: yeah, gone through this arc in like, like even just like, I don't know, five, ten years ago, it was much more press orientated. Yeah. And then with kind of the rise of streaming, online internet. streaming they started broadcasting it over the internet so that you'd be able to watch these conferences live which meant that the conferences are then more geared towards the fans than the press and now with E3 being open to the public you've kind of got yeah fans in there so it's it's much more of a fan thing now where they've got their big reveal trailers and their gameplay trailers and mm-hmm. stuff specifically geared towards let's get fans hyped about these games that are coming out on our our console or our system or whatever, as opposed to kind of hitting bullet points to give to press. There's still a little bit of behind closed doors, the press get to see this demo, but it's not ready for the general public yet. Mm. But certainly the big conferences that get streamed out on the internet are very geared towards the fan gamer.
0: Yeah how it used to be like a few years ago, where you you jumped desperately from stream to stream, trying to find one that would stay
2: up for the duration of the of the conference.
1: Absolutely, and yeah.
2: Some of them would be out of sync, or yeah, yeah. Or it, this this stream is running like two minutes behind the one that Joe's watching, so I, <laughs> I need to try and find a different one or refresh it at some point when I'm not interested in what they're showing, so that I can try and catch up and talk yeah. talk at the same. About the same trailer, not the one that came two minutes ago, for him. Yeah, it so
0: sounded like it used to be an absolute nightmare for the people on the floor as well, because you'd yeah. have kind of the press AV bit at the front where everyone was running these horrible like messes of cables <laughs> trying to get their live feed out. And uh, whereas I think I think now it's more a case of I don't know who does the streams, but I guess they must have official channels, yeah. and everyone just seems to tap into those.
2: Yeah, so
0: yeah. So then you can get all you've got thousands of options for watching it with uh, with various takes over the top. So I, yeah. I've watched it all with uh, the giant bomb commentary over the top. I don't uh, know okay. whether you've just gone for, you've just watched the streams. I, I found the
2: GameSpot stuff on YouTube, so I didn't watch any of it live. I watched the archived video from GameSpot. Right. Mm. But Which I think was mostly just the raw cut. Like, this is just the conference. Right. The so, Sony one was yeah. a little bit difficult to tell. Exactly yeah, the Sony what one was a bit
1: weird.
0: Sony was all over the place. Yeah. Should,
2: should we talk about the Sony conference? Just because <laughs> you want
0: to jump into Sony first? Sure, sure. Okay, yeah. So it, it started quite
2: abruptly, I think.
1: Yeah, it, 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 and um... in a church. Yeah, <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> yeah. So they're in like we're used to kind of these big, massive stages, huge like either big wraparound projection screen or yeah. multiple screens, um, kind of light shows and stuff going on. Like they've got crazy amounts of lighting and stuff that they will change depending on what game they're talking about and so on to try and alter the mood for the match the game style, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like, and things like Microsoft conference and stuff had all come before this. Um And that's what you're used to. But then Sony started off in essentially what looked like a church hall. I don't yeah. know if it actually was, but they definitely made references yes. to you know you you've been to church you've satisfied you're going to church for this week <laughs> <Kind> <laughs> it was jokes. also
1: a uh, it was the first game they showed um was set in a similar kind of well it thing. was yes yeah, so this this
2: is the point so your initial reaction is this looks like a very small building Yeah, it's not very well decorated and it's just kind of like it did look like a church hall and that it just had like a, a stage a flat square stage at the front with one screen mm-hmm. and their their opening bit was um that a guy come on and basically say um we're not going to reveal anything and <laughs> he said it in marketing type yeah. speak but he was like what he said was they're going to you know dig more into the games that they've already announced and tell you a bit more about them which you could translate if you were cynical into we've not got any reveal trailers. <laughs> we've not got any <laughs> exclusives. Um All we're going to do is tell you about stuff you already know about, but a bit more about it. Mm. Um But yeah, so, and then they started with um a guy, which I presume without having checked was the composer for the last of us soundtrack. I'm oh, I'm not sure actually.
0: Yeah. They had
2: the, it on the banjo. Yeah. So think. this, this old guy came in with a hoodie and played the Last of Us on banjo for a couple of minutes <laughs> and which then cut into the Last of Us Two trailer, which took place in basically the identical yeah. hall that everybody was sat in. So if you were press in that room, that probably would have been quite an interesting moment. Mm. And like as somebody who's watching it online, I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's clever. I see what they did there. Yeah. Um, so they showed the whole Last of Us Two trailer and some gameplay and stuff and then um basically had to cut away from the stream for like 10-15 minutes while they i think were moving all of the press from their small little <laughs> church hall into an actual big conference center with wraparound screen and lighting yeah. and stuff so there's just in the in the game spot thing i was watching i'm not actually familiar with GameSpot having not you know, followed them at all for mm. ages and ages. So I presume it was GameSpot presenters were then basically filling for fifteen minutes, yeah. talking about random things after one game reveal. Yeah, and then and then cut back to Sony again in a more traditional conference thing. Uh, and they get a, an old guy come on with, like, traditional Japanese garb and play the flute for two minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's so, a lot. They, uh, they had some, pre- didn't they have some, like, characters and pre-rendered, like, video game characters doing musical interludes as well? They did,
2: mm-hmm. and it it wasn't clear what that was from, yeah, was it? The Media no. mo- Molecule Yeah, I'm hearing it from Dreams. Dr- yeah, so Media Molecule working on something called Dreams, which they didn't talk about at all. Yeah. This conference, as far as I'm aware. But had yeah, just like these short little musical yeah, I, vignettes. I, it's kind of <laughs>
0: been an ongoing thing the past year is like what is dreams? But from yeah. my understanding, is it's like so you had a little big planet throughout the cycle of the PS3. And yeah. I think they released one for PS4 as well, didn't they? And it, mm. it's kind of like a make your own game toolkit, but in a very nice, kind of uh, user-friendly, intuitive yeah. way. And I think it's kind of expanding that tool set to say well, you don't just have to make side scrollers anymore, like platform games. Yeah. You make what you want, but really, <laughs> it's just so nebulous. And because isn't this like, um, because what was that project Spark that Microsoft yeah. did? And
1: yeah, it's a, s- it looks like a similar thing.
0: You see these kind of things, and you think, oh, it's great. But as soon as you're wrapping all of this in, intuitiveness around it, you find it kind of feels like you're confining it a bit. And yeah,
2: yeah, if you like, you would have to hit the kind of the people that are creative enough to actually make something special with it, but also, and have the time to put in to make something special, but then also for whatever reason, don't have the time to invest in actually learning something like unity or, you know, um, some other game development kit that would
1: let them go wild. Yeah. And then you've also got to kind of cater to people that don't, aren't that, that creative, that amazingly creative. And yeah, uh, and kind of dumb it down a little bit at the same time. So it's just a bit.
2: So all of those syst- all of those kind of things, you're going to get a lot of kind of people's my first game project. I don't yeah. really understand what I'm doing, but mm-hmm. I'll publish it anyway. Mm-hmm. And then finding the genuine stuff in there. First off, is anyone actually making something that is worth <laughs> your time to download and play? Sure. Um, and second, if they are, then why aren't they doing something on, you know, on a platform that gives them a bit more freedom,
1: yeah. I mean, you
0: do kind of occasionally find people who that are picked up for their community content and either pushed as kind of a this is one of our preferred content creators, or maybe yeah. even contacted directly and kind of brought into the fold. Um, yeah, they did you see that that they were doing with a Beyond Good and Evil Two? Yeah, where they got their Joseph Gordon-Levitt come out and tell everyone there was going to be a fifty thousand dollar kind of kitty essentially that they were going to distribute to people. I don't think they
2: mentioned the money at all in the conference itself. Mm. Um, So he was just talking about, he runs, I don't remember what his company is um, called, but he runs this company that is basically about collaboration. So being kind of like, you know, just all, all kinds of artists and music creators and all sorts coming together and not just like, publishing their work for other people to look at, but actively um, meeting other people and collaborating on projects with other people. Mm. Uh, And the idea with the link between his company and beyond good and evil Two is that they're going to um, get people to collaborate together and create art and music and so on that will then get put in beyond good and evil Two. So as a fan, regardless of your skill level, yeah. Uh, and what your abilities are in that kind of area you could go and join a team i guess and then Maybe. get some work put in into yeah. the game mm. i would be interested
0: yeah. in knowing how that how that works or you know what, is, what the kind of content <laughs>
2: curation is like on yeah. that one yeah and how much it actually appears in game like are you going to get like two music tracks that appear at some point like mm-hmm. you know, is are, are people going to be composing a... a- you know a piece of music that appears in some pivotal story moment or is like constantly heard or is it going to be like you know there's this bar area that you can go to off the beaten <laughs> track and there's a couple of jukebox songs that play that were made by the community oh there's this mural at this point here yeah that was some art that some people put together
0: maybe but i suppose if you're if you're making a game as dom you'll know you know because yeah. you've got a few projects going on sort of got content generation is is a lot of this stuff and just creating that content can take such a vast amount of time and resources, especially when you've got things like beyond good and evil that's been in and out of kind of development hell for years and, Mm. and spawns from what I guess you'd call kind of a double A title back in the day, beyond good and evil. I mean, David, I know you're quite into beyond good and evil, but that strikes me as kind of game you don't see very much anymore, which is your kind of smaller large studio, um,
2: I don't know I think it was probably pre the whole triple a thing because it was it was PlayStation 2 era yeah Um, I don't think anything like that was that was a fairly big game you got you got ridiculously big games uh, like I don't know your final fantasies and stuff that spread out over multiple DVDs and yeah hours and hours and hours that I would have put that in the same sort of camp as just kind of most of the rest of your games. I don't think indie was really a thing on consoles and I don't think AAA was really a thing. So In the
0: same way that kind of, you know, you're beyond good and evils, you're, you're kind of Ratchet and Clank's kind of third person platformer character based adventure games. That feels like something that you don't see a lot of. At the moment, it, every, a lot of stuff tends to be go big or, or go home. Yeah. And I think it's only things like um, uh, Hellblade, which uh, Ninja Theory brought out, yeah. you know, when people sort of heralded this kind of oh, tri- triple I, I think they were calling it, <laughs> like the indie games with a budget and a small team behind them that appealed to like a, a yeah. market. You've yeah. really seen that kind of thing come back. But yeah, Beyond Good and Evil 2 case in point, it's just like th- something that people have been waiting for for years and years. Yeah. And now it's here and what you see from the footage. Have you seen that footage where it's like, oh, here we are flying around this pyramid or whatever, and now we're going to pull out and there's the entire world. So yeah. you think, nothing has kind of a limited <laughs> scope anymore. It's Everything's huge and you've yeah. got to, who knows how many man hours and amount of people have to go into creating that kind of stuff yeah Yeah, so going
1: back to the content i guess if they have um if by some chance one of the community creates some amazing piece of music that would fit really well in this big pivotal story moment they could use it because they've got it and they can kind of yeah Yeah. Yeah.
2: but i think you you've also got kind of like a level of yeah like a a quality bar i guess and also all of the kind of Bits that you wouldn't necessarily know about as yeah. just some some artist who wants to put something together. Like you, if if you release a piece of art, but it's in the wrong resolution, yeah. like <laughs> or the color space is incorrect, and yeah. ne- and it needs converting over by somebody who knows what they're doing.
1: Yeah,
2: um, you could make something that you're really proud of and looks great on your computer screen, yeah. but when it gets put into game into the game, it doesn't work, or you know yeah. that kind of. They're gonna have to apply some level of people converting assets over, yeah. or they're going to have to apply some really strict creation rules. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it works and what what you actually end up with. Yeah. Whether you could even tell. Like, yeah. Yeah. So the I mean, game <laughs> is that. yeah. I mean, you could have like an amazingly, you know, I want a really nice piece of music that people have put together, um, that's all done on you know, like a tracker or something, yeah. um, you know, put together with synthesized sounds and stuff, mm. you can tell, like, if if it's a real piano being played or if it's like tracker music, uh, you know, something like, I don't know, Fruity Loops or something <laughs> version of piano, Yeah. You, you'd be able to tell. So if somebody released something like that, would that mean that you would, would you still put it in your, you know, big major story beat moment because some people are going to be like, what's this music? It doesn't sound right. If the rest of this, all Mm. the rest of the music is orchestrated or do you then have to go, okay, it's really good that, but it's not quite high polished enough. To match all of the rest of like the art, like the, the character animation, the artwork that we've got for the world and stuff, it doesn't quite fit in. So we'll have to just push it off to one side. Yeah, and it's it's there if you want to go look for it as a fan, but people <laughs> yeah. who are just kind of mainlining the story will just walk right past it. Yeah. yeah,
0: sure. But then I thought I I also feel like if you're gonna if there's a game where you're just gonna kind of throw stuff at the wall, Beyond Good and Evil might be it. <laughs> it's been a few years since I've played it, but that game. It's uh, there's a lot going on. I don't know how consistent it is because it kind of bounces around between quite a few different ideas.
2: Yeah, it was... It's a game where on the... Just on kind of its bullet point, if you did a bullet point summary of what it does and so on, it doesn't sound like anything special. But Mm. the... I think what it was about Beyond Good and Evil that I really, really loved was just the the characters and the world and just kind of the way that the story was played so like gameplay and stuff like none of the environments are super amazing the bad guys aren't you know anything that special just kind of gameplay is yeah it was fun it was all right but it's just the kind of the world and the story and um you talk about like there's a growing trend in Hollywood and video games and stuff for um more kind of uh exposure for say female protagonists and things um jade hit heroine of beyond good and evil was was yeah. possibly one of the first video game characters i've played that was female that wasn't like you know dressed in a skimpy outfit mm. wasn't kind of a love didn't have some love interest. I don't think there's any love interest yeah. in that game. Sure. She's not super violent. She's just yeah. kind of, most of the gameplay is quite stealth-based when it comes to taking on human characters. Yeah. Just kind of uh kicking people from behind and destroying <laughs> their oxygen tanks as yeah. opposed to, you know, going in all guns blazing and blowing people to bits. Mm-hmm. So as that was kind of, that was different. That was something very different. And it's still something that's not really seen that much it just had like quite a nice game yeah to, like play environment and stuff. And you spent most of the game going around with you and your uncle page who's a pig and just having <laughs> these nice conversations and sure just yeah. kind of it was just it's nice a nice feeling <laughs> game which uh i guess makes me a little bit concerned about beyond good and evil 2 which is Full on F bombing and yeah, it's a whole violence thing, isn't it? and explosions and stuff. Not quite what I remember from the first game, no. but we'll <laughs> we,
0: see. We could talk about Beyond Good and Evil 2 all day, but yeah. we've got yeah. so much to get through here. <laughs> so, um, just going back to the Sony conference, was there anything in particular that stood out? So, they had a few first party games, they have their Death Stranding, Ghosts of Tsushima, Spider Man, Last of Us Part 2. Anything jump out?
1: Uh, I'm a fan of Spider Man. Uh, I I love that style of gameplay. It's kind of uh, Batman Arkham games uh, and uh, Shadow of War. That it's that type type of mm. combat uh, which I really love. Spider Man's great. The characters are great. I mean it. It looks like a good game. Uh, I I thought it was a weird one. This I know. I know Sony, of course,
0: a uh, Spider Man was kind of there. Yeah. Um, their franchise in a way is there, who's developing this game.
1: Oh, I'm it's, not entirely sure. So, actually, uh, I'm is not, it sucker
2: punch.
0: No, sucker punch. You're doing a ghost of. Oh Sh- yeah. Um, I just I don't understand why this is such a temple title that everyone seems so, <laughs> so interested in. Um, but maybe there's I don't know. Maybe there's I know that historically there have been Spider-Man games on the PlayStation and
1: it's Insomniac. And,
0: oh yeah, Insomniac. Oh right, okay. Yes, I did know that. <laughs> what was the last thing they made? Blatant
1: Clank probably. Uh, oh, there was Song of the Deep, the little nice little indie game that they did. Oh, was that the one they uh, did as a time with GameStop or something like that? I can't remember. Uh, I just remember it being a nice little. Uh, they, were, they were doing. Um,
0: was it Resistance? Was that Insomniac? Yeah,
2: I think so. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that kind of trilogy, but I don't think that ever made the jump to PS4. Yeah. Yeah, Spider Man's looking good. I'm um, big on Death Stranding, even though at this point yeah, I've learned. So I just I don't even. No idea what's going on, but fine. Yeah. <laughs> So ever since he's been let go from uh, from uh, Kanami Hideo Kojima, doing what he does best, just freaking everyone out, yep. making them wonder what's <laughs> going on. With his Completely new... bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've I've I still couldn't tell you what's going on. It looks like, but they did show some environmental stuff. They did. Yeah, it looks like it's very good. Um, it's not using the Fox engine, is it? You must be using something else.
2: But, I don't. I don't think they've. Shown any Fox Engine logos, I'd imagine that Konami owned the Fox Engine. Yeah. yeah, I think last
0: I heard it, the only thing it was being used for was um, Pro Evolution soccer. Okay. And maybe some pachinko. <laughs> like, okay.
1: Yeah. It's, it's
0: just uh, terrifying.
2: I think my sum up of Sony was, yeah, some of the stuff they showed was interesting, like Spider-Man, Death, Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Um, the conference kind of fell a little flat for me like yeah. in that i could see what they were doing and how they were um like doing the thing with uh, have the press in, in in a room that the trailer then is mm. also taking place in and stuff but the payoff for that was that you had 15 minutes of downtime in between your first trailer and your second trailer <laughs> yeah um and they didn't show an awful lot of games um i think to, basically uh, microsoft stole their thunder
1: yeah so I don't think they cared particularly for no. this one. I think, it, like I said earlier, it, it's a bit of a power play. It's a, yeah, look, we we smashed it last time. Um, we, you know, were outselling selling the Xbox two to one, so... Um,
0: Is this going to be the try. kind of complacency that at the start of the next generation, we're going to see the exact same thing that happened at the start of this yeah. one, but in vice versa? Yeah, we're I'm thinking that
1: might, so, might happen.
0: Sony's <laughs> saying, so we are so good at what we do, we can make we can make we can make the calls now. Yeah, uh, everything's going to be always online. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Microsoft it was really their kind of hail mary in a way. They really had to pull something out this yes, time. Yes, they really they did. Really, and they did.
2: They managed it. They very much doubled down on games. There's basically very little presentation by anyone at Microsoft. They kind of launched in and said they're going to show, what, 50 games, I think. Yeah, Mm. And I think that's part of what took stuff away from Sony is that Microsoft um, was just hammering game trailers and and little bits of gameplay and stuff out, just constant, constant game stuff. And they were alternating, it seemed like, between uh, platform exclusives, so stuff that's coming to the Xbox and not to... PlayStation, but also they seem to be showing, and may, maybe this is because they did deals with people, maybe it's just because they were first, Yeah, uh, but they were basically showing world premieres, which um, essentially that just means this is the first time <laughs> you've seen it yeah which and it's also coming to playstation but playstation don't get to show it at their conference because there is one trailer and microsoft are going first and they're showing it yeah so there's kind of a level of microsoft to like we've got 50 games that we're showing you and you're like well some of those are exclusive to you 20 is a decent number a lot of them will be coming out on sony as well but they're just not talking about them yeah and yeah yeah, a lot, lot of stuff
0: um so they had the new Halo. They had the uh, Ori game, Will of the Wisps. Mm. Um, a new From Software game, Sakiro Shadows. Shadows Die Twice, which yeah. is a new kind of Dark Soulsy mm-hmm. kind of joint. That game that they are very good at making. Yeah, and um, they were showing Fallout, uh, the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit. Did you see that one? Yes, it's did. like the new Don't Nod. Um, what's it called? Life is Strange yeah. spinoff, which is coming for free. Yeah, it's gonna be a fresh. I saw that, that looks, as well. Yeah. Big, which will be nice,
1: um, crackdown three. Yeah, which was oh, that looked really funny. I, I love Terry Crews, I adore him. He's everybody just everybody loves Terry, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
0: glad to see that game still live and kicking because I don't know yeah. when they first debuted it, but they had all less stuff, which I think was kind of the whole X uh, Microsoft Xbox ethos back then, and I yeah. think it was probably something that a lot of people rejected. Yeah, was this constant always online. Let's let the cloud do this kind yeah. of. St- we will will computate all of the complex geographical c- CPU yeah. stuff, so that the console can be freed up for other stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm just glad to see the game will be yeah. coming out at some point.
1: There's uh, battle toads as well. New battle Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I think was it last year. Phil Spencer came out with a, a battle toads T-shirt
2: on. Yeah, yes. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Is what- that is that something that people actually want? Because I know uh, there's the whole there's the whole ironic like 4chan joke of phoning up your local game retailer and asking them for battletoes, <laughs> yeah. and just everybody bombarding you know small yeah. game shops with constant phone calls where they ask for Battletoads.
0: <laughs> which is what a quite hard like it, old. It's it's yeah, an old.
2: Yeah. It's made by Rare. Um, it's for it's like really old. Um, it was quite a hard platformer game and had like this infamous sequence or two infamous tunnel sequences where you weren't riding this like speeder bike thing. And you've got these kind of, you know, platforms appearing with next to no time to react to them and stuff. But yeah, I, I just kinda of wonder, did people actually care about Battletoads or did Microsoft hear about lots of people making jokes <laughs> about Battletoads and that could think well that be that it. was people wanting another one? Yeah, they're a bit naive sometimes, aren't they? So yeah. But they didn't show anything of that apart from just some animation, really. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I was intrigued. Uh definitely intrigued. I'm I'm quite a fan of fairly challenging platformers. Um I mean there's a new Meat Boy, uh, coming that was uh oh yeah yeah that their little indie showcase was great it showed a load of things but it was very very quick yeah um, they tend to do the bed you remember yeah.
0: when they showed cuphead for the first time a couple of years ago and it was in one of those indie things yeah and everyone was watching it though whoa what's that <laughs> game there and then it was gone yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh the, so uh team meets the people who did meet boy yeah. uh posted a proper Trailer uh, on their Twitter and it looks really good. I was a huge fan of the first one, right, uh, or yeah. the second one, um, because there was Meat Boy, then Super Meat Boy. Then oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, Super true. Meat Boy forever.
0: Um, I that, think they did the same thing with uh, Celeste, which I don't know if you started. Playing, yeah, I haven't. I haven't got it yet. I do really want it, but that was originally some kind of game jam game. Yeah, where it was fleshed out into a, a yeah thing. Um, um, did you see um the the We Happy Few stuff? I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Because I remember when We Happy Few came out, uh, I think it was two or three years ago, they released it as kind of a beta. And the trailer that they had at E3 made it look like a really quite kind of interesting um, kind of Bioshocky, yeah, Orwellian weird. It's something about people taking pills to keep themselves... The
2: broad broad story is that everybody's taking this pill called Joy that Mm. keeps them happy all the time. And it seems to be that the reason they're taking Joy is because they don't want to remember some dark secret about their village. And the the plot of the game is people, you know, stop taking Joy and try and figure out what's going on. And you've got to Mm. avoid all these, you know, manically grinning people and sneak (laughs) your way around and and discover secrets. But yeah, it, it looked really interesting from the trailer, but then when people actually kind of got their hands on it, there was not a lot of story there and it was just kind of procedurally generated stealth and...
0: Yeah, stealth and a kind of resource-heavy micromanagement
2: rogue-like game
0: and I think a lot of people felt cheated.
2: Yeah, people basically like, we
0: want the game that
2: the trailer looked like,
0: not the (laughs) game you've actually built. Yeah. And it looks like three years on, Microsoft have thrown enough money at them that I think that's the point that they've kind of got to looking at the new
2: trailer. Yeah. They've now got more. more gone more heavily into the story I think and you now got I think four playable characters or something Okay, to okay. tell different parts of the story or something so yeah, yeah. It, it sounds interesting
0: yeah, yeah. that a go um, new Forza looks good new Forza Horizon 4 based in sunny UK yeah uh, that was one of the things that they did as well, wasn't it? Because that game, it's all about how the seasons change and the gameplay changes, yeah. and they changed to autumn at one bit and then dropped a load of leaves on the audience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Um, one thing that really uh, I, I haven't really looked into, but I've been looking into over the past couple of days was the whole Game Pass
1: thing. Which I think yeah. is a
0: fantastic. Uh, idea. It does
1: it does look really good and there are a few things on there that I kinda want, uh and you get a thirty day trial or something like that, or maybe it's fourteen days. I think fourteen uh, day trial, but at the moment they're doing a month for a pound. Okay. Yeah. But it you know, that's a pound for a month of playing uh mm. A few of the ones like Crackdown, I wouldn't buy, but if I had Game Pass, I'd probably play it. Sea of Thieves was the same. Yeah, um, and all of their future first party
0: stuff—they're saying so. Forts are okay. Be on Halo there. then as well. Halo uh, will be on there. Um, Gears of War. Yeah, basically everything they have, they put on this Netflix-esque service. Yeah, where as long as you're playing the subscri- subscription fee, you can go and play those games as much as you want. Yeah. So I, I gave it a go Um, the other day. I, okay. I've, I've jumped on Game Pass for, yeah. for, for a quid <laughs> and I downloaded a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. Man, so much stuff. Really <laughs> weird stuff. Yeah. The um, Disneyland Adventures I downloaded just okay. because I could. Yeah. Which is a bizarre game, which I think was originally a Kinect game where you run around Disneyland. Right. And yeah. there's all mini games. But uh, I, having gone to to Disney World a couple, like right. last yeah. year or a year ago. um. Yeah, it was kind of a nice little nostalgia trip. But I've yeah. been playing Sea of Thieves as well. Okay, again, yes. That yeah. was one that I wouldn't buy, really. Yeah. But I was intrigued about it enough to go and play it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I messed around in it by myself for about half an hour. Yeah. Couldn't
1: find anyone to play with. <laughs> thought, what's the point in this and stop playing? But
0: yeah. It cost uh, a
1: quid. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I was intrigued, but it is one of the ones that you do really need to mm. have other people to play with. Uh, and other people that aren't just all going to say, "I want to be the captain." So there, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, from what I've seen of it, you need to really have a few people that do a few different things. Yeah, um, act as a team. Yeah, um, but again, that
0: people complain that was thin on the ground. That was been Microsoft's problem i think is yeah that all these first party exclusives that come out that haven't been cancelled yeah usually come out to middling reviews or yeah so um, um sea of thieves being one, state of decay i think people quite like state of decay yeah. too but you know i've not heard a vast amount about it and then just no one knowing where uh crackdown three was and all yeah. this but yeah, it looks like they're trying to get on top of that, not least by acquiring five new co- yes. um, developers as well. So yeah. they, they said, we've now okay, so just bought a bunch of companies.
1: Yeah, they're now part s- of
0: Microsoft Studios. So mm.
1: they get the funding, but they've also confirmed that basically those studios have complete creative control. They're just, mm. they're just funded by Microsoft essentially and have to slap their logo on the front of the games. So yeah and there's
0: not some of them weren't massive surprises so the guys that developed Forza yeah for instance yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that was kind of I thought a done deal anyway but yeah. there's certain things like Ninja Theory yeah because um, they were previously Sony exclusive
1: I Oh, think. okay
0: Guys, um Heavenly Sword if you remember that Night, one yes yeah yeah um, with, the, with the one with the red hair and mm, twin, back twang in the PS3 launch yeah. era yeah uh, that was, mm. that was a, a console exclusive so they've kind of gone over to the other side yeah Um, There was that game Session, the skating game, which um, I I think there's quite a rabid uh, fan base out there who are waiting for another skate game. Yeah. I think there was a period, you know, sort of early noughties where (laughs) you couldn't move for skateboarding games. Mm -hmm. And then this series called Skate came along, which was like a more realistic take, and some people love it. And this very much looks like a a skatesque game down to having a, a, like a, a period on the on the end of it. Yeah. So they had skate full stop and this is session <laughs> full stop. So yeah. it's very obvious what they're trying to do there. Yeah. Um, and they closed out with, with some cyberpunk, mm. which everyone's been looking forward to yeah. for a while. Um, having never played, well, not finished Witcher 3, I don't know how excited yeah, I am, but I it looks good. I started it, but
1: uh was convinced slash coerced into playing it on the hardest difficulty um <laughs> so I, I i gave it up fairly quickly uh, right. i should go back and play it on a more reasonable difficulty <laughs> but, uh... do you feel like i of either the sony or
0: microsoft conferences this year there were any games that were outright um like showing faked footage so remember that there was that whole thing where uh watchdogs had it, when watchdogs was first revealed it turned out that the footage was completely different to what the final game looked like.
1: Yeah, so it's really hard for things like that, like actually being a developer and knowing what it's like to kind of... Mm. Uh, yeah, so for a big showcase, you basically are under com- like massive time pressure yeah, uh, and then have to... Um, yeah, basically it's a, a fork of the game and none of that can be reused yeah. um, because it, it's basically all held up by string and uh <laughs> right, okay, string and yeah. prayers basically and it can um, take like months just to
2: build a a demo yeah exactly and that's months of the people who are working on the demo are not
1: working on your actual game yeah but you still really want to get out yeah uh so it's, it's a hard one uh there was not there was nothing there that i thought was obviously uh mm. a hack job and yeah uh isn't going to be what the final game looks like but um there's a lot yeah. of kind of slapping on you know this
2: is pre alpha footage yes. and yeah. Yeah, lots of you know those kind of rendered in engine, yeah does not necessarily mean, yeah, you know, so this like is a, what the game's gonna look like, it yeah. just means Ooh. we use the engine to draw yeah. this,
1: <laughs> so the fancy halo um montage at the beginning of the Microsoft conference that was. None of that will be used in the game. That'll just be, look at all of the pretty things we can do with our shiny new engine.
2: I imagine Um, the assets will turn up. Like, if they've created animals, there will probably be some animals in the game, but whether there will be herds of stampeding animals (laughs) or whether
1: there'll be one animal that's drinking from the pond that runs (laughs) away when you go near it. Yeah, Um, and to be honest, even the the animals that they've created for that probably won't. Like, the actual art asset for that will be, you know it might be not optimized in any way, shape, or form, so it yeah. can't be used in the final thing. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, basically you blow and it all comes crashing down.
0: I True. Know. I thought the, uh, the the Last of Us Part 2 stuff looked good, uh, but to the point, though, where um, there's lots of seamless animation that you think, well, if this is kind of... <laughs> this This all looks very much like this is... Uh, scripted yeah uh, so was, and they
2: all absolutely will be there mm. was a bit actually in the Last of Us 2 trailer where I think she's grabbing an arrow out of like pulling an arrow out of a dead body to reuse mm. and then also like walking around a corner at the mm. same time and they kind of, she starts pulling the arrow out and then starts moving simultaneously to pulling the arrow out and it yeah. kind of completes the pulling out animation while also going around the corner <laughs> and I thought I think that's probably technically possible but it's probably very very difficult to get that to work in all situations yeah
1: so if that's in the final game i'll be surprised yeah yeah and uh, (laughs) did you see the Assassin's Creed Odyssey trailer. Uh, they they did a bit of gameplay trailer, and there was one part where uh, the main character or one of the main characters uh, killed somebody, and the shield flew fifty feet into the air, and you could kind of see it come tumbling down a bit later. <laughs> I, I missed that. <laughs> so
2: so that is good it eye. engine. <laughs> yeah, <good eye. laughs>
1: yeah, I said
0: I, I was playing it. Have if, if you got a PlayStation? Yeah. Um, have you played the Detroit Become Human? No, I haven't. So it's got a sequence where you're kind of on a you're doing a hostage negotiation on a rooftop, and there's a bit where you're trying to trying to move towards the towards the the hostage slowly, yeah. and you're moving across this. Uh, it's like a, a a roof, a pool, a pool that's on a roof, and there's a sunbed in the way. And as you're kind of moving towards the character, you can either go around the sunbed, or if you if you walk directly out the sunbed, it'll like kind of lean down and grab the the sunbed and move it aside. <laughs> yeah. I thought that's really impressive. Actually, that yeah. looks really good. <laughs> so I guess it's uh, if anyone was going to be able to do it, then Naughty Dog who are making yeah. the Last of Us Part Two would be able to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And
0: it's not like they yeah they always seem to kind of hit their mark. Yeah. But at the same time, I remember Last of Us One. Some of the footage. Yeah. Obviously, docked it a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm. Uh, must say on the Nintendo conference.
1: So Nintendo was the last one. I think that was Tuesday. Evening yeah, well think that came out. I'm not particularly interested in Smash, and they'd already done the whole big Pokemon announcement. So the rest of it was just kind of okay. Then pretty they're much fifty percent, fifty <laughs> Smash
0: Brothers. Yeah. It was massively Smash Brothers. Yeah, I think yeah. someone must have said to them previously, Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. We'd like to know more about it, please. Yeah. So they said, "Okay, well, here's every single character." <laughs> they basically went through the patch notes yeah. and said, "Here's what we've changed from the last game in immense yeah. detail."
1: Um, so that one of my friends was basic; they're a really, really big fan of Smash, and they said they were they were slightly disappointed with it because it looks just a little bit like Smash Four, but more uh, rather than it, an entirely new game.
2: Yeah, I got the feeling that so they're, they're focusing on. Um, bringing in every character from like literally every character that's ever appeared in the Smash, any Super Smash Brothers game. Mm. Um, That seems to be their big focus to the point where they've only got a couple of new characters in there. Um, It it does feel kind of like they've made the greatest hits where they're just kind of taking everything from every previous game and crammed it into (laughs) one. Without anything super new yeah. in there, and then kind of tweaked some of the gameplay a bit for you know I, stuff that presume as somebody who doesn't play Smash Brothers, um, I, I I played the GameCube version a bit and I played <laughs> the N sixty four version a bit, but I'm not one of these kind of people who goes out to competitions and stuff. I'm sure to them everything that they said was makes total sense yeah. i was a bit lost on <laughs> some of the things they were talking about um yeah there's a lot there's of,
1: yeah there's a
2: lot of it's not not a great amount from nintendo that i was no i don't I, own a switch so i'm not really invested yeah. but
0: we're getting to the point again where so we've had the mario and the zelda they came out in one year yeah and that was yeah brilliant that was brilliant yeah. showing uh so you've got your Mario, you've got your Zelda. We're going to get the Smash. Yeah. The the Metroid, the Pokemon. Yeah. Although who knows when. That's it. You know, yeah. that's that's it. That's your generation of Nintendo yeah. games pretty yeah, much.
2: Exactly. The, the plus plus side this time around is that um they have got third party developers on board, yes. which they really didn't for the Wii U. Mm. Everybody yeah. left them and it was kind of Nintendo exclusives and that's your lot. Yeah. So if your only console is the Switch or your heavily invested in wanting to be able to play stuff on the go yeah uh, then you'll probably be totally fine because you know all of the There's big to, yeah. or a lot of the big major games that are coming ac- are out on all platforms are also coming to switch so you can yeah. have loads to play but if you've got more than one console if you own an Xbox or a mm. PlayStation and you don't really want to play stuff on the move yeah then games that you are going to buy for your switch probably quite small
1: yeah so yeah. i i i'd like a switch but i can't justify it for uh basically just zelda uh maybe the pokemon game mm-hmm. uh because i'm a fan of pokemon but that they, they've simplified it and it i'm cautiously optimistic for it but I, again it's two games that I, i'm interested in for the switch sure. so there's not yeah, no reason for me to buy one Like, it, I'd essentially be spending about 400 quid on two games right yeah fair
0: enough um, it's uh, yeah I think it really is up to the third parties to kind yeah. of third party adoption is going to be a lot of this it is good being able to play things like um, say Outlast 2 or Wolfenstein 2 on yeah. Switch I mean, obviously it's got some of the grunt there it can yeah. do that legwork And I think they have got Square Enix tied into quite a few exclusives. They've got their Octopath Traveller game, and then Mm -hmm. I think
1: they've got other stuff in the works. Um, I'm intrigued by Skyrim on the go. That'd be fun. I'd like that. I'd like that quite (laughs) a lot. (laughs) Speaking of Skyrim, do you see the Bethesda conference? Oh, yeah, Bethesda.
0: So let me scroll to where that one is.
2: So they led... um, Was it the whole of the Skyrim? I can't remember. Was it at the beginning of... I be- I went to watch the Bethesda conference and I thought I was watching the whole thing, but I accidentally clicked on the like Fallout 76 uh, reveal yeah. one. So I can't remember whether it was at the beginning of the Fallout section or the beginning of the whole it conference. Was, uh, it was the beginning of the Fallout section. Okay. Uh, so they had this big secret, sequ- this big <laughs> video where they were talking about how they were bringing Skyrim to your, um, your smart fridge yeah. and to Amazon That's Echo. I like. and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I eat
1: all of the cheese.
0: <laughs> it's just aiming to be the new Doom, isn't it? The, yeah. uh, the game that you can have on everything, yeah. on every device. Yeah. Um. Are they kicked off with uh, with Rage 2. Yeah. And, a stirring, and Andrew, uh, WK. Stirring uh. Andrew WK. stirring Andrew WK. It's a lot, uh, a
2: lot so. of musical numbers in, yeah. Uh, yeah. in E3 this time. Mm-hmm. Andrew WK in Bethesda. Mm-hmm. He had... Uh, the banjo and the flute in Sony. Yeah, uh, Ubisoft kicked off with a big dance number for Just Dance. They always do though. <laughs> and they also had a uh, Grant Kirkhope came out and conducted, uh, um, what they called Critical Hit, playing some Donkey Kong music. Yeah. Oh right,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, lots of
2: music. Yeah. Mm. So
0: uh, Andrew WK was on promoting uh, Rage Two. Yeah, of course. I've heard quite an interesting theory about Rage Two. Because uh, I don't think there are many people asking for Rage 2. No. Um, it seemed like a kind of totally out of left field thing. Um, but I've, I've heard it a couple of times the theory that um, um, Rage 2 is potentially a Mad Max game that that George Miller yeah. uh, that didn't didn't give them the okay for. So, yeah. so at the moment uh, they're still working on the second film. So they had Fury Road and they're doing... Mad Max Furiosa or yeah. whatever it's called. That's tied up because George Miller's in a, a legal dispute with Warner Brothers, because it was something like they wanted him to bring the film in under a certain budget. Right. And he did, but then they sent it for recuts and that pushed it over or whatever. Right. So there was something going on there. But then um yeah, so then there was the game that came out, Mad Max in 2015 think it was I can't remember yeah but there there has been a Mad Max game at some point in the last few years which is developed by Avalanche Studios hmm. and Avalanche have co-developed Rage 2 with Bethesda right. so there's kind of the working theory that the assets that they were putting together for a Mad Max game they have now yeah. kind of decided ah, this probably isn't going to happen and they've kind of taken those assets and run yeah. off to Bethesda and said <laughs> let's do a Rage game or yeah. something because <laughs> it's all kind of much of the same in a way yeah uh, so yeah, th- there might be something to that. Who knows? Um, but yes, that looks uh, that looks like another one of those. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm getting ap- apocalypse fatigue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yes. many
0: games coming out setting yeah. some kind of apocalypse.
1: Yeah, there were a few new new IPs as well, weren't there? That were uh, so there was Metro Exodus or something like that. Oh, the, the, the... That's and there was the that's one
2: not a new IP. That's uh, Metro's been going for Metro ages. Metro 2033 and 2034.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: That's yeah, based I've never on heard mission, of those games. So have you really, No, oh, wow. okay, that, that's interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh,
0: yeah, there's those. Um, there was that uh, one that EA announced. Uh, I think it was EA Anthem. S- no, it mm. was uh, it was like a po- well, that's
2: probably post. Although Anthem is also a bit post apocalyptic. <laughs> <Yeah, it seems laughs> the one about
0: the the girl who's uh, when people get lonely they
1: turn into uh, monsters. Oh yes, yeah,
2: Solar Sea, Maybe yeah. of
1: something. Yeah, have so- yeah. Something to do with souls, something to do with a sea. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: But there are definitely more interesting ways to do it than... Um,
1: yeah.
0: But yeah, it's just
2: so much of this stuff. I wonder yeah. if it's
0: like... Because if
2: you look see at Sea of Solitude. Sea of sol-
0: Solitude, there you go. <laughs> Nothing to do with souls, then. But, <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? Well... Um, but yeah, if you look at, uh, like, zombie games a couple of years back, you couldn't move for zombie yeah. games. Yeah. And this year, I think we've had, what, Dying Light 2 and... Mm. They've got that Resident um, Evil remake. Oh, Resident yeah, Evil yeah. 2 remake. Yeah, okay. Well, that's fine. They could do that. <laughs> yeah. if They want. Um, and th- what's that one? There's another Sony one, Days Gone. Yes. Which there wasn't anything about. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure it's going to be a very good game
1: <laughs> from what I've seen. There's a World War Z game coming out as well. Oh, is there? It uh, okay. actually looks quite good. Maybe my um, theory's wrong then. But I feel
0: like maybe there's uh, there's a zombie fatigue and yeah. uh, we're going to see more of an apocalypse fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and some more world war 2 games instead yeah. <laughs> cuz that's <has> come <laughs> back in a big way yeah yeah mm. but uh yeah so we had race 2 um they did some elder scrolls stuff yeah they hit all of them.
2: Got yeah a, a mobile version like yeah that i can
1: play yeah. on my daydream vr it'll be something useful to do on it uh, oh there you go <laughs> i've you got like? one or two games that are quite interesting but mm-hmm. uh that'll be that'll be my go-to i think
0: great add it uh, to the
1: list uh, yeah
0: starfields which i'd never heard of but apparently is a long anticipated
1: yeah it's been, the been in the works of uh been in the works for a while it's basically a new ip fallout slash elder scrolls in space Oh, okay, it's basically right. what it'll be. So they'll have a sci-fi covered.
2: Yeah, they basically they didn't say anything about it apart from announcing the title and showing a bit of like spacey foot, things, footage of some of space. Yeah, <laughs> so we don't know anything about it. They, um, I I gather that they have not said anything about. This game, but mm. they registered the trademark in 2013 or something like, yeah, that. Something so, like that. So, people who sit and monitor what <laughs> trademarks are being registered have yeah. kind of filled in the blanks on that one yeah. and have been anticipating it for a while, but nobody's really said anything about what it is
1: Yeah, yet. Right. And it yeah. was the Elder Scrolls 6 kind of teaser. Uh, yeah. like they, it's still in pre production, they said. The, yeah. the way they announced it,
2: they were talking about, so they've got um Starfield coming out is their next thing next yeah. big one they're working on which means to my mind at least a year yeah. if not a few years away yeah. and then they're saying and after that it'll be Elder Scrolls 6 so yeah. that's really not coming anytime up. soon yeah, yeah.
1: well they, they Elder Scrolls 6 is People have wanted that for a very, very long time. Uh, okay, okay, fair enough. Everybody loves Elder
2: Scrolls games, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially since
1: Skyrim. Yes. They well, do. Skyrim's where I joined. Uh, I didn't ever play Oblivion, so
2: I played Oblivion and I didn't like it. But I really like Skyrim. Yeah, I, I missed Morrowind, which is the diehards' fans' favorite. Yeah, I think. yeah, but yeah. That's so.
0: one thing I've learned from that no clip. So, do you watch? Have you seen this no clip documentary on Bethesda? Uh, I know of it I haven't seen it. Right. So Daniel O'Dwyer went and he did a um did a long Bethesda uh documentary and then he also there was a part about the development of Fallout 76
1: which I think was released after the Bethesda conference presumably. Yeah. It was the last half. Uh yeah, the last half of the Bethesda so, conference was them talking about it.
2: So he released he timed his release of his documentary um for after. Oh, okay. So he, ba- he basically spent I think 3 months um talking to people about yeah. the development of Fallout seventy six before they'd like done any announcements yeah. of it or anything and obviously before the E three conference. Yeah. So he'd shot all of this kind of documentary yeah. and stuff, but then it only got released after they'd done their yeah. big press conference.
0: Yeah. And that's a an online game by the way. Yes. So uh maybe not the uh, the the kind of Fallout New Vegas that that people well some people wanted. Yeah it'll uh but you, you can play it single
1: player i gather but you no, have to play you online can, you can play it by yourself Okay, uh, right. Not, you play it single player fair enough um, it, yeah you uh so there will be people around they've said it's not gonna there aren't gonna be loads of people it, you know it's post-apocalypse uh there's no yeah there aren't gonna be that many people around but uh yeah uh, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic I don't know how they'll do VATs uh, with okay, that. Oh, yeah, good point. Uh, Solid point. I haven't thought yeah, of that. Probably yeah. they won't. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh,
2: probably the answer there.
1: Yeah, and I quite like VATs. But, um, yeah, so the threat of building a nice settlement, uh, spending a long time doing that, and then some troll coming along and nuking it, uh, yeah. it's kind of a bit, I'm like, uh, how are they going to manage that? Because... Sure. That would suck. <laughs> I, I think I'd rage quit. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I mean, is it griefing when it's part of your core gameplay? Yeah. <laughs> kind of loop? Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's an interesting concept. If I could play it offline, that'd be great. That'd but, be the ideal sort of situation. Yeah. Uh, or else, so. even just with a friend or two. Mm. Uh, but the fact that there were going to be other people on there it's a bit and it'll be huge fallout 4 was huge it's four times the size of that so the chances of running into somebody else as well but Mm. yeah there's still the chance that all of my hard work gets nuked
0: they must feel that it adds a certain dimension having it online because they are not well there is older scrolls online but i don't hear a a lot about it so they must feel that yeah there must be some benefit to taking it online yeah (laughs) cynical bars me doesn't want to say that it'll be
2: (laughs) microtransactions and... Well, they they talked, there will be microtransactions, but they're only going to be cosmetic, and you can earn them through gameplay as well, is what they've said on microtransactions. I think the whole point is they wanted... So, I don't know if you've seen the, the Fallout 76 documentary yet. Not yet, no. Okay, well, basically, the game spun out of... Originally, it was the multiplayer for Fallout 4... So they were talking okay. about how can could we do a multiplayer component to Fallout 4, uh, and they came up with these ideas, but then obviously they're way too difficult and complicated to implement. Mm. So they just kept Fallout 4 as single player, sure. but the they still really liked the ideas, so they spun it off into its own game. Yeah. So the the online aspect is the whole game has kind of been designed around the fact that there are other humans in the world. Yeah. and those humans are real people so they don't actually have any like sort of ai controlled human characters at all right. there's no raiders or anything like that so the idea being if you kind of you see another person in the world that is a real person yeah and that's kind of where they're aiming i think
1: yeah it's and- interesting um a, a lot of what i do on fallout is collect a lot of weapons and then go and sell them So I don't know how that'll work without a (laughs) a human. Well, they'll have ghouls. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, But yeah, it's interesting.
2: Oh yeah. I'm I'm interested to see what happens. I don't know if I'm going to buy it. Yeah. uh, Or play it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I have the time to play that kind of thing. Like it's, it's hard enough finding the time to sit down and put hours into something offline like Skyrim uh, at the moment, let alone, trying to schedule that time with other people that yeah. I want to go and play <laughs> online with. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Oh, so man. yeah. But I'm I'm interested to hear more when it comes out and sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting, just talking about microtransactions. They did a little bit of an about face, didn't they, with Battlefront 2, where there was actually they started off with a bit of an admission that things hadn't
1: exactly gone Yeah. the way they wanted. Uh did you the- see the Battlefield 5? There are no microtransactions and loot boxes in it. Uh, And then they came out and said, uh, oh, but there are airdrops which you can pay for and give you randomised content, Mm -hmm. Uh, which made me laugh because, yeah, there aren't any loot boxes, but there really are. They're just a different name. (laughs) Okay, right, yeah. (laughs) And that's going to
0: work, is it? That's going to upset people.
2: (laughs) There's an increasing amount of... um, I don't know whether it's just lip service or whether it's genuine. A lot of people from different conferences were talking up the idea of kind of player led design decisions and like building games with the help of the community Uh, you've got like beyond good and evil 2 where people are they're trying to get leverage the community to produce art assets for it Mm. you've kind of got a lot of these companies talking about how like for the battlefield stuff for instance they're talking about we're listening to you we heard that you do not like this and so we are building something different we have changed the game Mm -hmm. and we're making better games because of your input and we want to hear from you and (laughs) yeah and like i don't it's interesting to see stuff going in that way i don't know whether actively actually paying that much attention to players because that sounds like an absolute nightmare because it's just the most oh, vocal yeah. people are going to get what they want and everyone else who's just like you know make a good game yeah and i'll play it yeah and i don't really want to shout about it on yeah twitter or <laughs> facebook or whatever they're gonna get you know something that's heavily skewed in the direction of this you know small group of people that decided to make a bunch of troll accounts yeah
0: <laughs> so. well i guess the sales will speak for themselves yeah. <laughs> and figure out whether it was a good decision to make or not yeah we'll have, see where things go speaking of uh outrage have you seen the whole Fortnite thing the Fortnite they're
1: getting sued uh yeah.
2: maybe yeah, they, they are they are getting also getting sued by <laughs> yeah. uh uh, Player Unknown's
1: Battlegrounds. Oh, that's right. They but isn't are, yeah. it only
0: in China or something like that?
1: Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I just saw that.
0: They, they might have a few lawsuits yeah. going on. This one was something, but it was very broad, the one I saw. It's like they're suing, being sued by Player Unknown for,
1: for things like weapons. It was there. basically the premise of the game. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds have said, uh, we were the first large scale multiplayer battle royale type game and mm-hmm. Fortnite just came along and did the same thing um I mean it's just that's just it a is a bit petty <laughs> yeah uh I I don't know what What
0: about like all the survival games previously? What about like the culling and things like that? There's been plenty of games that have done it before. I don't know if they'll have a leg to stand on there. I'm thinking uh, more the... um, So they've released uh, Fortnite on Switch, which now I think means it's on all major platforms. One of the benefits of it is that there's cross-play ability between uh, certain devices. So I think it's if if you're on Xbox, you can play with people on PC. If you're on... um, uh does it switch you can play on people on xbox or something like that i can't remember all the various machinations on yeah. it yeah uh but essentially what they've done is because sony are being very difficult about cross yes. play probably because of the quite strong position they're in yeah. this gen they've said we do not want to allow cross play yeah uh, people who play Fortnite on ps4 can't play it with anyone else yeah can play it with certain certain people yeah um
2: I think, I think they can play. They play on with people on PC. I feel like PC is the common common factor. Yeah, yeah,
1: but,
2: yeah. They uh, they offer cross play support with PC, Mac, iOS, and Android. But basically, what they're saying is you can't play with people who are on an Xbox, yeah. and you can't play with people who are on a Switch. So they're direct competitors. You can't yes. play with
0: yeah, yeah. Um, which you know ridiculous as it is, it might just end, you know, you could just say, okay, fine, and draw a line yeah. there. But what people are finding is when they're going to log into Fortnite using their account that they've associated with their PlayStation, anyone who's at any point played Fortnite on their PS4 is being told when they try and log into Switch, you can't use this account here. It's associated with a PlayStation. Really? Yeah, you can't even log in with your Epic Games account Wow! because of this association. Yeah.
2: Which... Also means that anything that you've bought, any skins, any progression mm. that you've lost, done under yeah. that account, does, yeah, is gone.
1: Yeah. Wow, that is... I hadn't heard about that. That's yeah, a... which
0: is pretty pretty gnarly, and there's been a bit of backlash about it, which I hope goes somewhere. Sony have issued a tepid response, saying, uh, "Yeah, saying, oh, you know, we're always basically we're always listening to <laughs> feedback, and you know, we yeah. make our games better." But it's very non-committal about anything. Yeah, who knows if they're having some internal debate about that now? But I don't think this is something to it's... just aim squarely at Sony either. I mean presumably Epic knew that this would be the case. I and mean, Epic have never stated yeah. at any point that by playing on one console, yeah. you're locking yourself out of opportunities on other consoles. Yeah. So it uh, seems a bit...
1: Rrr. Though to be fair, Sony do have the power to just kind of turn around and say, actually, no, you can't. Um, so Epic might not have known. Um, Maybe. I know they've been very funny about cross play. Yeah. Generally Sony uh, and- yeah so there was um, Rocket League, wasn't there? Mm. That started doing cross play. Um, I, I, I have no idea what came of that, but I, Remember there being a whole thing about Sony saying
0: I'm pretty sure there was a point where Sony said we will absolutely it will be the developer's choice where the crossplays in there as well yeah um uh, Minecraft as well yeah uh, you can't do it on that either which is you know pride comes before a fall
1: yeah we're getting to the end of the generation <laughs> we've got to be and careful if you don't want it to have a, an Xbox moment yeah. this time uh, Microsoft have already said that they've got the next Xbox in the works haven't they. Uh, it was they just kind of dropped it in at the end of their conference. They said, Oh, and we're working on the new hardware as well. Bye. Do you feel as an Xbox One owner
2: that you have got your generation's worth? If they're doing a new um, hardware at this point, it's like 2020 or something, people are guessing yeah. that yeah. these that the new versions are going to be out.
0: Yeah. And current gen has been trundling along for a while now.
1: It has, yeah. I was absolutely surprised by just how long it's been going. 2013. Um, Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not entirely sure, to be honest. Mm. Uh, I've got a lot of play out of both my Xbox and my PS4. Uh, More so out of my Xbox, I think. Um, I'm vaguely tempted to upgrade to a 1X, but now if they're coming out with a new one... Well, this uh, has always
0: been the console thing. At least when you buy a console, you know that you are buying a base line solution okay yeah. might not look amazing but you'll be able to play everything on it yeah with this kind of thing they've been trying with the pro and with the xbox one x where they're yeah. iterating it kind of gets you more into a you know a cycle that's more akin to something like pc and so yeah. that's why i think you probably see a lot of people go in there instead
1: yeah uh, well i've just built a big beefy yeah Are you enjoying machine? it uh i haven't put it quite to the test yet i mean i turned Things like level of detail on Skyrim off completely, made all of the textures 4K, and it it ended up struggling with that when I was stood on top <laughs> of a mountain and looking across the entire world, and it wasn't doing any optimization whatsoever. Right. It was pretty, but it went about 10 frames a second, right. um, which wasn't great. But uh, yeah, so I don't have VR yet. I don't have a um, a 2K monitor, so I don't really get the performance performance benefits but i mostly bought it to,
0: you see even that though you say i haven't even got i haven't got a 2k monitor yet yeah, yeah here's consoles that were promising but when before the xbox x came out you know, yeah. 4k on consoles which isn't realistic on high-end pcs at the moment let alone consoles
1: yeah another kind well, of
0: cheat and you use checkerboarding and things but... i've
1: got a ps4 pro and i've been impressed because i do have a 4k tv right um i've been impressed with that what tempted me by the One X was basically Ori and the <laughs> Ori and the uh, Will of the Wisps in 4K uh, and HDR. Uh, yeah. But uh, so that's what tempted tempted me for that. I mean, yes, it looks nice. Is it worth the extra extra money for it? I d- I'm not entirely sure.
0: But, the eternal question. Yeah. yeah. Um. Just looking at the time, I think I might have to wrap it up. Has anyone got any last things to say about E3
2: 2018? <laughs> I enjoyed how in the Ubisoft conference they didn't cut the mics to the presenters in time. (laughs) there, There were multiple instances where presenter walks off stage and then you hear we nailed it. <laughs> or the other one was, I'm so sorry. I did not know they'd changed your entrance. Oh, it changes every day. It changes all the time. <laughs> yeah. You don't think about the amount of work
0: that goes into these things, do you? They must do full run throughs where they do the entire thing.
1: Yeah, they
2: will do
0: all for that. Um, yeah. I look forward to going on YouTube later and watching some, some E3 2018 cringe compilations. Cause I'm sure there's some great stuff out yeah. there. Right. Okay. Well, we'll leave it at that. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Hope you've enjoyed our rundown of E3 coverage. Please do email us podcast.unravelingtechnology.co.uk or hit us up on Twitter at Unraveling Tech. Uh, don't forget to stop by the blog, which is unraveling.technology. And we will uh, appreciate it if you would give us a uh, glowing five star review on iTunes if you haven't already. But uh, yeah, we'll be back same time next week. Uh, thank you for for coming by, Dom, and lending your uh, your your gaming knowledge to us. <laughs> uh, absolutely me and, welcome. <laughs> me and David will be back next week, uh, regular time. But from all three of us here in the podcast studio, thank you for listening and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.